broadcasting live high atop the Sunset Strip, deep in the heart of Tinseltown, via the World Wide Web at www.edamrocksradio.com. It's the Edam Rocks Radio Show. And now, your host, Son Edom. Does reading the Bible really matter? And if it does, how often do you read it? A recent study found that the average household owns four Bibles, but do they get read? It also found that those who read the Bible at least four times a week live a radically different life than someone who doesn't, and that Christians who don't read the Bible are about the same as a non-believer. And joining us today is Kathleen Cook. She's an actress, a writer, a speaker. And she's also the author of a new devotional book entitled Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. And first off, we'd like to welcome you. And and Kathleen, as we look at this devotional, life today for people can be so busy. we got a lot going on. It seems like we run out of time to get things done. We have goals set, like we want to work out, go to the gym, maybe spend time with family. And yet life fills us up with all kinds of things that keeps us from reaching those goals. And that includes, as Christians, reading the Bible. The number one reason people don't do it is because they say they're too busy. But you might have a solution for us. Hope for today, we're reading the Bible just four days a week can make a difference. Can you share a little bit more about the idea of the four days a week and hope for today? Absolutely. And hi to everyone out there and uh, to you, Son, for having me on today. Thanks so much. Yeah, so, um, you know, reading the Bible for us um, in our culture today seems to many Christians to be ancient, something that is difficult to approach. Um, In fact, the survey that the devotional is based on is from the Center for Bible Engagement's eight-year million-dollar study on the habits and activities of Christians and what we do that actually affects our lives. So they studied how often we went to church, how often we read our Bible, how often we prayed, listened to great podcasts like this one, and television preachers, all those kind of things. One of those things really affected our lives. And all of their research pointed toward Bible reading as being the most important thing. And yet most people say they're too busy and too distracted, and they don't know where to begin. So Hope for Today, the devotional I put together, is based on a a four-day-a-week plan because their research proved that if you will will read your Bible four more times a week, it will dramatically change the direction of your life. And so much so that alcohol and drug abuse fell uh, by like 60%. Um, Propensity to use porn fell by 70%. Anger and bitterness fell by 40%. Even obesity falls by 20% when we're reading our Bible four more times a week. And yet so many of us rush out and get the next self-help book. You know, our Christian shelves are full of self-help books and how to have a better marriage, how to raise better kids, how to get off drugs, how to deal with depression, all of these issues, and they're great, and they're needed. I mean, I think we all need those encouraging stories and ways in which we can practically move through some of these issues in our lives, but we can't negate the Bible, and I think we need to get back to opening the Bible and having God deal with us personally, engaging with Him personally four or more times a week. Statistically, it showed through their study that it will dramatically change the direction of your life. 
So hope for today is based on that four-day-a-week format. It's based on stories and questions. You know, when Jesus taught us and he told us uh, when he walked this earth, he didn't go to theology school. He didn't organize prayer groups and small groups. He talked and used stories. And sometimes he didn't even always he didn't always give us the answers to them. And he asked questions and many times walked away. And so that's what Hope for Today does. It gives you a story to give you a place to ponder. It gives you a question, some place, something to think about, so that it will lead you back to hopefully engaging in the Word of God more and engaging with God and changing the direction of your life. Yeah, the other reason that was stated, one was too busy, you mentioned the other was being distracted. Do you think that the social media-driven society that we live in makes it hard for people to set a block of time aside to do something like read the Bible? Because we're so conditioned with these various platforms to have short, limited attention spans, and then we move on. Absolutely, Son. And, you know, um, one of the interesting things um, that I do, uh, my work here at construction company that um, I am uh, an owner and founder of, um, is to study audiences and what happens within social media and what are audiences wanting to watch and, and why are they watching what they watch. And futurists are telling us that, um, that we are a society that is consumed in media today. I mean, uh, and it's going to get even worse. In fact, um, app designers consciously choose to create apps and games and, and what we call black hole media, uh, which are media sites that allow us to fall into a black hole. Um, you, you and I know from watching many YouTube videos and other things on the Internet that sometimes you'll start watching a video, and as soon as it's done, another one will start loading, and then another one and another one. And it leads you into these black holes. And then all of a sudden, you've realized you've wasted an hour or two of your time when you should be doing something that would be a little bit more practical, um, would, would be a, pl- a way of using your time more intelligently, and maybe eating up that Bible time that you had set aside that morning or that afternoon to actually read your Bible and to think and ponder of what God wants to talk to you about in your life. And so, yes, our media-distracted culture is taking us down into black holes. In fact, statistics tell us that we are bombarded with about 5,000 media messages a day, Um, and, and that there are actually more cell phones today in India than they have toilets. And I've been to India lots of times, and they need some toilets in India. <laughs> yes, we are in this media-driven culture. You know, the other thing that comes to mind is the term binge-watching. People will put on social media, you know, what's a good show or series to binge-watch? And it's hour after hour after hour sitting in front of the TV watching a show when, like you said, perhaps there's some time that you could set aside during that to maybe pick up the Bible, use a devotional like Hope For Today, and get in the Word and be with God rather than just watching those uh, those uh, shows over and over again. 
Do you think, as we talk with Kathleen Cook, she's the author of the new devotional, Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. Do you think that today the the persona, it's, it's kind of an interesting question because the persona of perfection in Christianity, it's like, if I don't read the Bible every day or have some rock and devotion, then I'm failing. And so you, you say here, four, four days a week, does that kind of take the stress off of somebody who might miss a day and be like, okay, I missed one day, but I can still have a couple days in the week so I can still get my four times in, as opposed to... I didn't read today, so therefore I'm not perfect, and therefore I'm not a good Christian, and so on. Does, does that make sense? Absolutely. And, you know, um, the devil, the evil one, the deceiver, <laughs> we all like to have a name for him, um, likes to take and make us feel guilty and shameful. And that's one of the, the, the prime ways he does it. Um, I believe that God understands that we are human and that we do have time constraints. But his, 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 he loves us to spend time with him. That's his number one thing for us in our lives. If you read scripture, he says in scripture that the most important thing we could do is spend time with him. And yet, I think he knows that we are living in a broken world, one that has, um, not, is not the world he created for us. But at the same time, um, I believe that when we do spend time with him as often as we can, a minimum of four times a week, it will dramatically change the direction of, in our lives. I challenge your listeners today to try it, to do it for a month, uh, for six weeks, and see what happens. You know, when physical trainers come to us and say, do you want to change the outward appearance of your physical body, they'll tell you that you need to start exercising a minimum of four days a week. And so our body is going to decay and fall away and die one of these days, but our soul is going to live forever. So we need to be exercising our soul. What are we doing to feed, to feed our soul and to feed that inner part of us that makes choices? We make choices every single day on what we're going to watch, what we're going to eat, what we're going to pay attention to, how we're, get, how we're going to feed our brains. And if we can make the choice four or more times a week, it's going to change the direction of your life. The statistics and the research showed it. And it will also allow us to take our cell phones and schedule that time. You know, I encourage my readers to take your cell phone out look at your schedule and say, okay, here's the four times during the week, this week that I'm going to take time and get my Bible out or use my Bible on my app. I mean, there's a wonderful version Bible app that will allow you to read it in many different translations. And also you can get a sample copy there on the version app of this devotional I've written, Hope For Today, in audio in an audio version as well as a Spanish version. So there are so many great places you can do this and make it available in your life to read four or more times a week. But it will change your life, and it will change the direction, I believe, of your choices and actually help you in your future. You know, bring up a good point there. We schedule a lot of things, especially with smartphones. I can look at mine and I can see meetings and things to do and where I have to be for the next month or two. 
But yet oftentimes we just try to fill in a free time here or a few minutes there instead of, instead of having purposeful time set aside for devotion. So I think that's pretty important that you mention that for people to actually set aside a specific time that's going to pop up and they can say, this is the time that I'm going to set aside to have a devotional. Absolutely. And I believe, I believe sometimes we do get a little bungled with a seven-day devotional. I think sometimes with seven-day devotionals, we think, oh, I've missed a day. I'm going to have to read three now today. And then you kind of get nothing out of it. Or we get frustrated and put them down. Where this devotional, again, is based on this four-day format. So you can take it and schedule those four days and then know that every four days, um, you're going to have an opportunity actually to actually write in this devotional too how you've encountered with God and be able to pass this devotional on to someone else, maybe a loved one or someone in your life eventually, so that they can learn for how, how you engaged with God that will actually encourage their life as well. Yeah, Kathleen Cook is joining us, the author of the new devotional, Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. One of the things that I found interesting, besides the four days a week, it's uh, based on 52 weeks in the book, and then each week has four devotionals. And some of the topics in the book are the aroma of knowledge. Another one is like equipped, uh, endurance test, enslaved. So you've got many, many more of these but um, first off, was there any any part of this devotional and these topics that turned out to be your favorite? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I get asked that all the time. It's like trying to ask me which fruit I like. It's like I can't decide. I think that it's a wonderful thing about this devotional. It's very diverse. It deals with um, the, the world I've been around most of my life from growing up in Las Vegas and entertainment and media, travels. Um, I travel extensively. I was in 11 countries last year getting ready. I'm on, I'm about, tra- I'm on the, about global city number six already for this year and many more to come. And uh, so I, uh, those experiences and the people I've met um, and uh being a wife uh, of 42 years, <laughs> which is crazy when I even think about it, and uh, having two grown, wonderful kids who are serving the Lord and grandkids, those are all those experiences bundled up in, into that, into those devotional. When I, when I asked the Lord about uh, writing this, I said, you know, I want my readers to engage with you. So download in me those stories and questions that you want those readers to encounter with you so that they see you and not me when they're reading that devotional. So they will be engaged with you. That's the purpose of Hope for Today, is to get the reader engaged with our precious Jesus and and Lord and Savior. So when you came up with all the various uh, topics in the book, it was just you praying about it and God revealing to you what he wanted you to put in the book then? Yes, it really was, for me, a a wonderful spiritual um, journey for me to have with the Lord as well. I would uh, pray and say, Lord, you know, what what is it today you want me to write about? And he would bring things to my mind. I'd be traveling somewhere, and he would kind of nudge me in my spirit and say, remember this experience, or remember that question, or remember this, I want you to write about it. 
And, um, and I did this for about a year and created uh, and put together these stories and questions that I feel really were divinely oriented and, and divinely um, chosen by our sweet Jesus. Yeah, the devotional is, is pretty in-depth, and it gives the readers a lot to consider. How did it change your life? Because this obviously is a, not only is it to write the devotional, but to get the inspiration from God to put down the topics and to go through it. So this process, how, how did it change your life? Well, it, you know, it, all, it always changes your life when you've had an experience like that with the Lord. Um, and, and it changed my life in that I, it made my ears uh, a little bit more in tune to his as well, it, and it connected me with scriptures. It uh, connected me with new ways of thinking and pondering the scripture. You know, the Bible says that scripture, that the Word of God is alive and living, and that means it's it's not just the these words that were spoken year, you know, by ancient prophets or uh, disciples or followers of Jesus. Um, it's not a, just a recollection of accounts and stories. These these are alive and living even today. I find that sometimes people are often a little afraid, even in the Old Testament, thinking that it's oh, this old these old ancient prophets. What is what do they have to tell me about today? And um, and I really find that the Old Testament for me becomes more relevant than ever. And um, I love. It, it just makes it come alive. Um, my fav- one of my favorite scriptures is in Psalms 119.105. The Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I truly believe that that, that scripture alone um, is an important one for us to remember, and it makes it relevant to us today. Absolutely. Kathleen Cook joining us, the author of the new devotional, Hope For Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. As we started the interview, you mentioned the study by the Center for Bible Engagement, and it was, uh, I believe, an eight-year study where they evaluated a boatload of people to discover why, I guess, four Bibles per household is the average they came across, four Bibles per household owned, yet not too many people read it. Was this conclusion, is that shocking, or is that something that could be expected in today's society? Yeah, I mean, that statistic alone was very shocking to me. We have almost four to five Bibles in our homes, and yet less than 50% of those who call us ourselves Christians, those Christian people who should be reading the Bible, say that they've never read the Bible through one time. Um, it's it, That statistic alone is, is, is just crazy. Um, 57% of those who read the Bible or say that they read the Bible say they have no reading plan. And so that was the next statistic that stood out in my mind as I read the Center for Bible Engagement study, was that we have no plan in our life. We just kind of randomly open open the Bible. And that is why I chose again to write a devotional, because I felt that this would give you a starting place, a place to begin. Um, 45% of American adults say that they only read the Bible once a week, and that's dropped down now to actually 33% in the recent study that they did from 2009 to 2017. And, um, And so those kind of statistics 
just show that we are not engaging in the Word of God the way that we should. Ha- we should, and and we need to get back in the Word. We're complaining all the time of being depressed. Uh, we are a society that is drugged these days. We are a society that is um, asking for answers. And I believe that if we will take it upon ourselves to personally engage in the Word of God, it's going to change our lives. It's going to change um, the choices we make and the directions we uh, we go. Absolutely. I agree totally with that statement you just just said. The way society is today, people are looking for answers elsewhere, and yet the Bible provides a lot of them. The other thing I want to touch on real quick, too, about the, the devotional Hope for Today it's 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 I don't want to say simple and easy, but you mentioned the plan and you mentioned having a plan, but it's also the layout. Oftentimes people can get intimidated when they open a book or they open a devotional and it's like overwhelming and I don't know how I'm going to start or what I'm going to do. But the, the book itself is actually laid out easy enough so that it can be followed and people can do the devotional without getting too confused and, and uh, frustrated by it. Yes. You know, one of the things, again, as I said earlier, that I study because of our uh, consulting work we do and a production work we do with Cook Media Group, is to study what our, what our audience is like and how, what's going to help audiences engage in the projects that we produce. And so when I looked at this devotional, I wanted to, to look at a format that would make a reader want to engage, want to read it. So each day, it's a short little story. It's a question at the end that will allow you to ponder, you know, this is the way Jesus taught. And, um, and I believe that the stories will be something that you can relate to easily. It's a question that you can think about. And then it gives you a journaling aspect at the end of each week so that you can write in there. And I believe once you start, God's going to take you on your own personal journey um, the way he takes me on a journey every time I open the Word with him and engage with him. Um, and I think that this is one of the most important things that we can do. It's one of the most important things we can teach our children and grandchildren to be doing, um, is to engage in the Word, that it's practical, that it's relevant today, and that we can actually find answers for our problems today, encouragement for our lives today, by reading the Word of God. Kathleen Cook joining us, the author of the new devotional, Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. Now, one of the many hats you wear is acting in Hollywood. How's it, yeah. been, how's it been being a Christian in Hollywood? Yes, well, um, I was a theatrical actor for many, many years. Um, the last few years, I've focused more on uh, our production company and producing more, writing more. Um, so we have, uh, I am very much involved in the Hollywood media business here, uh, in Los Angeles and then globally. And, uh, we've been able to produce some wonderful projects over the last few years. Many people, many of your listeners may be familiar with the, um, movie that was out just recently, um, um, the Hillsong film, Let Hope Rise. Uh, we also did the Insanity of God, which was a Fathom event and sold out in, in theaters throughout the nation uh, a few, uh, couple years ago. And uh, we've been privileged to work with the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., doing their uh, videos and, and uh, 
and uh, productions for the launching of that great museum. And um, we've done everything from Super Bowl spots in the past um, to uh, feature films and documentaries. We're getting ready to do a documentary on the history of Christianity in Asia. So, uh, so all of those kind of things uh, are keeping us busy here at Cook Pictures, as well as our travels. We do a lot of consulting and media training around the world globally in various countries as well. And uh, I have a blog that I write at KathleenCook.com. And, of course, uh, Cook has an E on the way, by the way. A lot of people are looking look for me, and uh, they don't remember that uh, Cook has an E on the end. So I'm, I'm C-O-O-K-E. But I do have a weekly blog at KathleenCook.com. And I also lead a women's um, initiative called Influence Women through our nonprofit, the Influence Lab. So, yes, so you can go to influencelab.com and get that information and sign up for that uh, bi-monthly journal. I have a lot of men reading it as well. <laughs> and uh, it focuses on women specifically who are working in media and entertainment and um, how we can be wisdom warriors and thought leaders uh, within the culture of media. It's important to have people in the media that have b- biblical principles do you, do you find because do you find that there's a demand, uh, you know, supply and demand, a demand for good family programming and and maybe even faith based programming that people are out there searching for that type of content? Well, absolutely. You know, we're always looking for something we can all sit down and watch with our kids and grandkids without having to be a little squeamish with what's being showed or. And yet, at the same time, I believe that there needs to be challenging programming out there, things that will challenge our thoughts, that will create a conversations. And so um, there, are, there is content out there that needs to be safe for the whole family, and then there needs to be content that is focused on adult thinking and maturity that can help us in where we are today as adults. And, uh, and that needs to be supervised, of course, by adults, with, you know, for the age that, uh, that a young adult might be ready for those types of programming. But, yes, I, I truly believe that our culture and world today, whether we are believing Christians or, um, w- uh, or uh, what we call secular society, people coming who are, who are watching content um, from uh, from a background that is not faith-focused, that all of all of us want to have good content that is meaningful, that is uh, entertaining, and uh, done well, uh, and with excellence, but that also um, w- we can walk away and say, well, I haven't wasted that those last couple hours, or I haven't gone down that black hole again and walked away with nothing in my life. Um, So we're always looking for good content. Another thing I want to ask you about real quick, if I can, is you're the co-founder of the Influence Lab, which is empowering the church to transform culture through media. And and on the website, there was a a Christian radio station manager in Thailand, and and the quote on the website was, we don't need more missionaries or or people who build houses or high school kids on short-term mission trips. But if we get just a web developer for two weeks, it would transform our ministry. With the power and impact of social media today, is that 
the next mission field or the current mission field for people to to keep in mind when you're doing social media? That's actually a mission field that you're a, a part of. Absolutely. You know, um, we 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 think about um, uh, global cultures in terms of demographics or geographical locations, but. Uh, our world today is now on social media. Our world today is now on the World Wide Web. And there are millions of viewers on social media. And we need to think about reaching them, those viewers, those digital viewers, as an audience that is reachable, approachable. And when we create the right content, when we create questions and stories that can um, bring them to an understanding of who Jesus is, that's where the mission field is today. We need to start thinking about digital boundaries for missions rather than just geographical uh, uh, locations and missions, and then, um, truly. Yeah, and then finally, my, uh, my favorite question to ask, can you share with, share with us you know, more about your faith, what it means to you, and if someone wanted to receive Christ today, what they can do to do that? Sure. You know, I love talking about sweet Jesus. Um, he is the transforming, um, uh, my, just my passion. He, he, he transforms lives. And, um, and so if there's anybody out there today who doesn't know Jesus, I would challenge you to open your Bible. Go to John, start with John, and uh, that gives you a little bit of the background on who he is. And then ask the Lord where to lead you next. Where, where would be a church or someone that you might talk to about the questions you would have about Christianity and how Jesus actually works? Give it a try yourself. Just ask Jesus to show you and to help you understand who he is and to lead you you to him and he'll do it and he'll come into your heart in life and you all you have to say is thanks jesus for being a part of my life and i accept you into my heart in life and uh, it's just simple and easy and then um take it upon yourself to open the bible i truly believe that we are when we are searching when we are actually um focused on him that he will lead us and direct our paths in our lives. Kathleen Cook, an actress, a writer, a speaker, if you want her to come out and speak at your event. Also the author of the new devotional, Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. Uh, any final thoughts or words you'd like to share? And then where can people find you, social media, things like that? Yes, so I would love for people to stay connected out to me. As I said, I have a, a weekly blog at KathleenCook.com. Remember, Cook has an E on the end. They can also sign up for my Influence Women's Journal at TheInfluenceLab.com. Again, InfluenceLab.com, and then Slash Women will take you right to the journal sign-up. And um, you can also follow me on all social media handles, at Kathleen R, that's the middle initial R, Cook, C-O-O-K-E, so Kathleen R. Cook will get you to me, and uh, send me your questions, and uh, I'd love to connect with you more. 
Kathleen Cook, thank you so much for joining us and sharing a few moments with us and talking about Hope for Today, the devotional Stay Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. Thanks so much, Son. It's uh, always a pleasure chatting with you. Special thanks to Kathleen Cook for joining us. The devotion is Hope for Today, Staying Connected to God in a Distracted Culture. For more information, check out the website, KathleenCook.com. Until next time, God bless.